When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Ever since Doctor Who returned to our screens in 2005, a good portion of episodes have featured a famous celebrity face in a supporting role. For the most part, these guest appearances turn out great. Lindsay Duncan in The Waters of Mars, Nick Frost in Last Christmas, or Toby Jones in Amy's Choice, to name but a few. But not every actor who appears in Doctor Who is exploited to their full potential. In fact, some of them are completely squandered, whether it's due to a shortage of screen time, a paper-thin character, or a lack of anything important to do at all, within the story. With that in mind, I'm Will for Who Culture, and here are 10 great actors who were completely wasted on Doctor Who. 10. Tom Ellis, Last of the Time Lords Like a few of the cases on this list, Tom Ellis is an example of an actor whose full potential was only realised in the years after his Doctor Who role. As a result, you can't really blame the show for wasting him because nobody knew how great he was at the time, but he was wasted nonetheless. Ellis popped up in the final episode of Series 3 as Thomas Milligan, a fugitive trying to survive in a post-apocalyptic world ruled by the Master. The role itself is fine and serves the episode adequately, but considering that Milligan's sole purpose is to assist Martha Jones and ultimately die for her, he feels a bit like an empty shell, a character built to serve the plot rather than a compelling character in his own right. And that's a shame too, because subsequent roles really demonstrated how great Ellis can be. 9. Josh O'Connor, Cold War Another actor who hit it big long after appearing in Doctor Who, Josh O'Connor is a name and a face that people will now recognise for his winning portrayal of Prince Charles in Series 3 of The Crown. O'Connor's brief stint in the Hooniverse was in the 2013 episode Cold War, which features the 11th Doctor, Clara, and a group of soldiers being chased by an unstoppable Ice Warrior. But as for O'Connor himself, well, he didn't get to join in with all that running. His only contribution to the episode came in the opening two minutes, with his character standing guard at a block of ice that houses the Ice Warrior. He then uses a blowtorch to melt the ice, unleashing the alien within, which proceeds to murder him. The Doctor Who team didn't know that they were wasting O'Connor at the time, but still, it's amusing to look back on Cold War knowing the position that the actor is in today. 8. Lee Mack, Kablam It might be a bit of a stretch to call Lee Mack a great actor, but he definitely is a great comedic talent. However, for some strange reason, Doctor Who didn't seem to have much interest in this particular aspect of his skill set. Appearing as a guest star in Series 11's Kablam, Mack was given a surprisingly serious role to play, with his character Daniel Cooper spending the majority of his time talking about how much he misses his daughter before dying less than halfway through the episode. While Mack does get one or two jokey lines along the way, they're not 
not really that funny. And it is really hard to believe that the Doctor Who team hired one of the best comedians in the business just to get him to play things so straight. Doctor Who isn't a comedy, absolutely, but Kablam had room for a lot more humour, so it's weird that Mac wasn't allowed to play to his strengths even a little bit more. 7. Lee Evans, Planet of the Dead Another funny man whose comedic gifts were wasted in a Doctor Who role, Lee Evans played scientist Malcolm Taylor in the 2009 Easter special Planet of the Dead. Prior to landing this gig, Evans had already established himself as a strong comedy actor across a variety of movies and TV shows. In particular, his role in the 1997 film Mouse Hunt really highlighted his strengths in the realm of physical humour. With that in mind, you'd hope that his Doctor Who role would allow him to flex those slapstick muscles, but no. What the episode actually does is stick him in a small, extremely confined room, and he gets to spout a load of scientific mumbo-jumbo in a few brief conversations with the Doctor. Sure, his character is still quite amusing, but for such an immensely talented physical performer, it's not a shame that Evans was essentially locked away and limited, rather than setting him free and allowing his zany shenanigans to flourish. 6. Michael Sheen, The Doctor's Wife So, a lot of Doctor Who fans don't even know that Michael Sheen has appeared in the show before, and this links in with some of our reasoning for why he's wasted. Sheen was featured in the episode The Doctor's Wife as a sentient and malevolent planet called House, and while the character is deliciously sinister and actually rather memorable, it's slightly odd that House sounds nothing like Sheen. Amy, boring. Why shouldn't I just kill you now? And furthermore, the role doesn't play to any of the actor's strengths as a performer who, generally speaking, excels in the more light-hearted sort of roles. The issue is that House is just evil, and that's it. This lack of depth means that none of Sheen's quirkiness is allowed to shine through. Instead, Sheen was lumped with the monotonous voice-only role, and while House does work well for what he is, the actor could have brought a lot more to the table if he was given something meatier to chew on. 5. Bill Bailey, The Doctor, The Widow, and The Wardrobe Doctor Who really has a thing with wasting comedy actors, doesn't it? Honestly, these guys should start a support group. Comedian Bill Bailey appeared for what is basically a glorified cameo in the 2011 Christmas special The Doctor, The Widow, and The Wardrobe, playing a Harvest Ranger called Droxil, who, along with two of his comrades, bump into Madge Arwell in the middle of a snowy forest. Aside from the fact that the plot would work just fine without these characters at all, it would actually improve the flow if they were taken out, to be honest, the problem with Bailey's role is that he doesn't get to deliver the bulk of the comedy. Instead, most of the humour and silliness is delivered by his two comrades, with Bailey simply forced to react to their behaviour. To make matters worse, the other two actors aren't really funny at all. But if Bailey had been the one delivering the jokes, yeah, maybe things would have worked out better. 4. Timothy Dalton, The End of Time for David Tennant's final story, showrunner Russell T Davies dialed everything up to 11. More action, a huge cast, the Master, the Time Lords, and Rassilon. All of these elements giving the resulting episodes, The End of Time Parts 1 and 2, a huge blockbuster feel. But this doesn't mean that everything is executed perfectly. In fact, the use of Rassilon, and by extension his actor, Timothy Dalton, leaves a lot to be desired. Dalton's deep, strong voice and that majestic Time Lord garb make a great first impression, no doubt. But if you step back and look at The End of Time as a whole, Rassilon's presence feels annoyingly decorative. In the first half of the second episode, he sits at a table and yells, and later, he stands in the corner of a room and watches David Tennant point a gun at him. Rassilon and Dalton really should have been given more to do. 3. Daniel Kaluuya, Planet of the Dead 
Even though Planet of the Dead is a longer than usual episode, it still couldn't give many of its supporting actors some interesting material to work with. Which brings us to its second offence on this list, wasting Daniel Kaluuya. A passenger on board the double-decker bus that ends up being transported to a barren, sandy planet, it's not a stretch to say that Kaluuya does nothing in the episode. Once the bus has crashed, he does try and dig it out of the sand, while the Doctor and Christina sort out all the important plot stuff. Now, sure, every single episode of Doctor Who has disposable characters like this, but very few of them are played by actors of Kaluuya's caliber. 2. Ian McKellen, The Snowmen as is the case with Michael Sheen, a lot of people don't actually know that the great Ian McKellen has appeared in Doctor Who. Featuring in a voice-only role in the 2012 Christmas special The Snowmen, McKellen has just a handful of lines throughout the 60-minute episode. And while his booming voice is hardly missable, the part itself is so forgettable that a lot of fans tend to forget that good old Gandalf once graced the Hooniverse. Did you really think it would be so easy? McKellen voices villainous entity The Great Intelligence, going head-to-head -head with Matt Smith's Doctor in the snowy and picturesque Victorian London. While the actor's voice does lend the character a certain gravitas that few other performers could provide, the role is incredibly one-note and dull. And overall, it's just a shame that we didn't get to see the actor make a physical appearance in the episode. 1. Olivia Colman, The Eleventh Hour Sure, we can give the Doctor Who team a little bit of a pass on this one, because despite everyone who has ever worked with her praising Olivia Colman as among the greatest actors in the business, it took a very long time for her skills to be really allowed to shine. Popping up in Matt Smith's first ever full-length episode back in April 2010, Colman played one of the human forms of Prisoner Zero, and while the handful of lines she does get are expertly delivered and dripping with playful wickedness, the role is completely one-dimensional, barely scratching the surface of Colman's incredible range. All she has to do is stand still and be evil. That's it. None of this is Coleman's fault, mind you, the character is what it is, but considering how far she's come in the last 10 years, it's amazing to think that there was once a time when she would be stuck with a role as bog standard as this one. Even former showrunner Stephen Moffat, who wrote the episode, thinks that Coleman was wasted. You heard right, the Moff has spoken. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app. 
you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with Code Program for a four-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code Program.